Respiratory Section 4, 13 of 21, Flexible Fiber Optic Bronchoscope. The flexible fiber optic bronchoscope is used for indirect laryngoscopy in awake or sleep patients. Light from an external source travels along the fiber optic bundle and out from the distal tip. The light is reflected off the patient's anatomy, allowing the operator to view the anatomy from the eyepiece or a camera attached to the eyepiece. Scope movement. Holding the scope. Non-dominant hand should hold the move the lever. Dominant hand should hold the cord. Again, non-dominant moves the lever. Dominant holds the cord. Vertical movement. Push the lever. Yeah, push the lever down. Yeah, push the lever down to point the tip up. Push the lever up to point the tip down. Horizontal movement. The fob or the fiber optic bronchoscope is rotated in either direction. Indication. Flexible fiber optic bronchoscopy in the awake spontaneous ventilating patient is the gold standard for managing the difficult airway. Other indications include C-spine limitation, severe cervical stenosis, cervical fracture, carry malformation, vertebral artery insufficiency, limited mouth opening, TMJ disease, facial burns, mandibulo-maxillary fixation. Contraindications. Although there are no absolute contraindications to fiber optic bronchoscopy, you must be familiar with the relative contraindications. Hypoxia. Lack of time. Secretions not, relat not relieved by suction or anti-sialagogue. Hemorrhage that impairs visualization. Uncooperative patient for an awake attempt. Local anesthetic and allergy for an awake attempt. Key points. Anti-fog solution should be applied to the tip of the fiber optic bronchoscope. An anti-sialagogue glycoperylate 0.2 mg IV minimizes secretions. Vasoconstrictors minimize epistaxis during a nasal approach. The Williams or Ova Sapien airway helps the fiber optic bronchoscope stay midline, although they may stimulate the gag reflex in the awake patient. The second provider can grab the tongue with a 4x4 and pull it anteriorly. This clears space for the fiber optic. An LMA can be used in conjunction with the fiber optic bronchoscope. If bevel of the endotracheal tube hangs up on the right arytenoid, then you should pull back a little bit and rotate the endotracheal tube uh, 90 degrees counterclockwise and advance the endotracheal again. If the fiber optic gets stuck in the Murphy eye, you must remove the fiber optic and the endotracheal tube and repeat the procedure. Applying your knowledge of airway innervation to fiber optic bronchoscopy. Know your anatomy, innervation, and the necessary blocks to anesthetize the airway structure. Revisit respiratory 1 airway anatomy for more information. Again, trigeminal nerve or cranial number 5 has three um, classifications. V1, V2, V3. V1 is ophthalmic, that is the anterior etmoidal. V2, maxillary, that is phenopalatin. And then V3, mandibular, which is lingual. The sensory innervation of uh, V1 ophthalmic is going to be from the nares and anterior one-third of the nasal septum. Again, nares, anterior one-third of the nasal septum. For V2, which is maxillary or sphenopalatin, so from the turbinates and septum. Okay, 
and then V3 mandibular or lingual, which is the anterior two-thirds of the tongue. Next is going to be the glossopharyngeal nerve or cranial nerve number nine. It, the sensory innervation is going to be oropharynx, soft palate, tonsils, posterior one-third of the tongue, anterior side of the epiglottis, and the vallecula, afferent limb of the gag reflex. Next is the superior laryngeal nerve, external branch is zero because that's motor. Internal branch is the posterior side of the epiglottis. Yeah, again, posterior side of the epiglottis because the anterior side of the epiglottis is going to be glossopharyngeal. So for the superior laryngeal nerve, internal branch is the posterior side of the epiglottis, level of the vocal cords. The true vocal cords are ligaments, so they are not innervated. Recurrent laryngeal nerve below the level of the vocal cords or the trachea.